Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minute You. This is the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Wazork. That's up, my brother, Dad? Matt. We are here to bring you everything you need to know about college football in hopefully, but probably not, 15 minutes. Matthew, we're, we're back. back. Same song, different cut Episode of it. nine. A more professional pro- podcast would probably have... Season five. Standardized music. Week three, Big Ten action. Week two, Big Ten action. Week two, Mac preview Mac preview. Pod. First Mac. First Mac pick them. Browns lose to the Raiders. That's not part of the pod. It's not part Offensive of the pod. Offensive line it's looks terrible. It's not Victory Sunday. Not part of the pod. And Juco dropping big <sighs> time balls when we need them. Not part of the pod. <laughs> All right. What is part of the pod is the top 25. We have week two of the Big Ten. Week um, depends what conference you're in and what team you root for, but eight-ish for college football. Evan, give us the rundown of the top 10 and let's talk about where um, our Big Ten teams are in terms of the top 25 rankings. Okay, so top 10. Coming in number one with 43 AP votes, having played seven games, Clemson. Number two, Alabama, 17 first place votes. Number three, Ohio State with two first place votes. I assume Columbus dispatched to the Standing Inquirer. Number four, Notre Dame. Number five, UGA. Number six, the Nata Bearcats of Cincinnati. Number seven, Texas A&M. Number eight, Florida. Number nine, BYU. Number 10, Miami. And then other Big Ten of note, at right outside the top 10, number 11 is Wisconsin. Number 13, uh, Indiana. And then we scroll all the way down to the top 25 by the skin of their teeth, those Michigan Wolverines. Penn State drops out the rankings, no longer ranked. Correct. And um, a lot of action here. I think um, the Michigan drop is justified, honestly, based on the Sparty loss. Uh, I am shocked they're still ranked and don't. If anybody needs to leave the party, I actually think it's Michigan. Um, I question where Coastal Carolina's ranked 16th and Liberty joining the party at 25. But honestly, it's like, eh, these people I really don't know very well. But they might be fun because what's not very fun right now is Michigan football. And I'm very fine if they're out of the top 25. Yeah, I mean, we kind of talk about this every year, right? Like um, the quote-unquote biased media, but like in sports media, I think it absolutely mm-hmm. is towards like Blue Bud, big name, nation, nationwide programs, Michigan being one of them. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. When I saw Michigan at 25, I was like, hoo-hoo. Like, you know, if this was I don't, if this was Cincinnati, yeah. you know, they're out. Well, but because it's Michigan, they could still be ranked. And you're being ranked because why? Because you won over a Minnesota team that's actually proven not to be very good after two weeks? That's like a yikes. In the group of five action, though. I mean, it's also like they're it's they're saying, okay, Jim Harbaugh is still a good coach. They still recruit well. I, I, I don't, I'm not saying I agree with this, but I'm yeah, saying no, I'm, necessarily. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think some of that's true. But, like, that's also part of it, right? It's like the infrastructure surrounding the program. Mainstream media. Michigan number 25. Fake news. Fake news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Evan, we are having a – uprising in the group of five um number six 
the Nata Bearcats, we have two group of five teams in the top ten. BYU's up two to number nine. We got Coastal Carolina at 16. And 6 0 Liberty under Hugh Freeze. 25 in the conversation. Is he on the sidelines now or is he still in a hospital bed? He's on the here? sidelines, man. Got a whole new um, swagger about him. He's got a whole new cell phone, deleted all his misdial numbers. Um, yeah, my man's right. is rolling. What is your uh, group of five take right now? And Cincinnati up to number six. Would you consider them for the college football playoff? Um, again, got to preface this with I have paid U.S. American dollars to the University of Cincinnati. So I may or may not be a little by. Oh, and actually, in being honest, our parents at one time received U.S. dollars from the University of sure. Cincinnati. Um, so, again, we might be a little bit biased. I would, right? It's 2020. Screw it. Anything can happen. Like, why not? Let's finally do it. Have a, um, a group of five team in there. Per- uh, Miami looks Perfect real good. Perfect 2020 move. Ritter. Perfect 2020 move. Let's yeah. put a group of five uh, in there. If, if there's a year to do it, this is the year to do it. Cincinnati looks, I mean... Cincinnati looks great. real good. We've had great. man crushes on Luke forever. Uh, Desmond Ritter, you have the stats in the notes. 21, 26, 271 yards, three TDs, zero INTs. Dude, Dude can toss they the dime, walked, man. They walked toss. Memphis. Yep. Walked him. Yeah. It's exciting. It's fun stuff. Uh, I I think I appreciate- um, BYU, the, BYU's got three more games. Um, you know, I don't know. I'll, I'll admit right here. I don't know a ton about their games or their their team. But their schedule next week is at Boise, then versus University of North Alabama, then versus uh, is this San Diego State or San Diego University? I always get these two. Then San Diego State University. To me, that could be three wins pretty easily. Um, so they could go undefeated. Matthew, you no one can see it at home. He is now holding up his diploma from the. University of Cincinnati. Go Bearcats. So I think BYU could go undefeated. Uh, my point in bringing that up. Uh, the homer in me is just going to say, screw it. Like, I don't care. Cincinnati's better. I, I think you could probably make that argument with the kind of season Ritter is having. I don't I, I don't know. Is it possible he gets invited to New York? I, no. I really think stop so, it. Don't go, too, don't go too far. Don't go too far. Not like he would be the Heisman. They like keep winning. They I would entertain them for the, the college football playoff. I do think we'll see... To your point last week, some of these other group of five teams phase out as conferences like the MAC um, start playing and, and get a little bit more traction here. I don't know that we'll see Coastal Carolina and Liberty continue to be ranked down the stretch here. Yeah. So, all right, let's get into Big Ten Week 2 action. Go ahead and give us a rundown. All right, so just going to run through and then we'll circle back. So, actually – uh, what may have been the biggest intrigue game, at least for the West, I think, uh, was canceled. So we had Wisconsin was going to travel to Nebraska. Uh, Wisconsin had a big outbreak of COVID-19 to include starting quarterback. Uh, is his first name Graham. Matt? Graham. Graham. Graham Gertz. GG. Should have remembered that. Graham Mertz. Gertz. Mertz. Their backup quarterback. Mertz. Gertz. That's what I Graham said. Graham Mertz. And it, oh, Mertz. Mertz. MG. Yeah. That's probably why I thought it was Matt. 
put yep. the yep, yep. there yep. we go. No worries. Back um, at it. We're back at it. Now we got it. At least I'm consistent with my <laughs> anyways. Uh basically the entire quarterback room had had COVID. Uh, I think a couple other players so th- they're out for three weeks. Um that game was canceled. Then we had uh Maryland in a uh overtime thriller that came down to, I believe, a missed extra point, if memory serves, on Friday night. So Maryland tops Minnesota. 45-44. Michigan State downs Michigan. I have a ha- I have a sneaking suspicion we'll talk about this. Final score 27-24. Purdue over Illinois 31-24. Indiana over Rutgers 37-21. Uh, Northwestern over Iowa. RIP puts. Uh, and then we got Ohio State, as expected, blew out Yay! the Penn State, 38-25. Wasn't close, but I saw worse games Saturday. I saw worse games than that. Oh, sure, but at no point did I think Penn State was going to win. Anyways, where do you want to start? I think we should start with the think, with the sure. canceled game. You and I had a uh, – sure. I do want to shout out one of uh, – a lot of things I appreciate about our relationship, but um, the way in which we use the phrase – we got overtime in the other room is uh, probably in my top three. So, should I, I give sure. that a shout out? But let's start with the um, uh, cancel game. You, little, little text thread, what was it Thursday night? Is like when the, what, I don't you know. You wanted to do an emergency pod, and I was like, hey, man. Oh, yeah, on Wednesday, I wanted to do an emergency pod. Like you were like, was like nah. oh, we didn't do an emergency pod. You were not down. You were like, ah, we, just, we don't need to do one. Uh, it's not that big. Well, no, 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 no. So let's talk about this. So, Dog, this is a Western – this is a, a team that people had favorite to yeah. win the West and compete yeah. in the Big Ten championship game. They just canceled so the game. So my take was – Their starting quarterback yep. is out for yep. three weeks. All is true. That, that to me, warrants an emergency pot. I just thought COVID is going to be the reason why many games are canceled this season. So – Sure. You know, I don't, I don't know that, like, that's – I my pitch was that we're going to do a lot of emergency pods if, that, if that's the deal. We're, we're, we're playing football in a pandemic. Things are going to get canceled. Starting quarterbacks are going to be out. To me, it seemed run-of-the-mill. I, I was most intrigued by the take that Wisconsin was not technically over the Big Ten threshold for sure. having to be mm-hmm. forced to cancel. They chose to cancel, and there were – um, a lot of grumpy white people from Nebraska um, <laughs> who felt some type of way about Wisconsin canceling and wanted Nebraska to get the win. Your take on Wisconsin um, canceling below the Big Ten threshold? Um, I mean, w- right, w- I'll start with the Nebraska side of this. Nebraska, they're pissed because they – May I don't know. Likely, maybe would have helped them I don't get even a. I think w. they were going to win. It's like, guys, you were about to be embarrassed by a team without their starting quarterback. You should take this as a W and be quiet. Yeah, well, they no. did not take it. There, no. of course, no. complained. Nebraska um, Twitter was lit during the week. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Um, I think it was definitely a decision. That probably wasn't popular in the athletic department or in the football field in and or in the uh, football team in 
uh, Madison in was at Wisconsin. Um, I don't know. I think it kind of it makes sense from a like I know we always like joke that like it's not really college football isn't really amateurs and they're um, you know essentially working for free but they generate all this money and like people don't really take into account like student athletes and like their what is like what should be a priority for Mm -hmm. them but i do think that this decision at least reflects that at the wisconsin um i don't know president administration level whatever you want to call it like that's why you cancel it right because you're concerned about um your players like the health what the ramifications of like still hosting practice still going to the game blah 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 like you don't want the infection to spread so like from that perspective i mean i think you kind of have to applaud the move all right let's play the other side let's say that uh wisconsin just didn't want to take the l and they thought they were going to lose and that's why they canceled so i mean that's definitely the conspiracy <laughs> theory that uh nebraska is pushing around and honestly like i mean two things can be true at once yeah. right like you can uh, take a move that like protects your players and just says like, Hey, we're not having any meetings for another week. Like don't stay in your dorm rooms. And also it's going to help us avoid an L. Um, I mean, two things could definitely be for, true yeah. once. I don't, <clears throat> for the record on yeah. the wax, I want to say I support Wisconsin recognizing the, um, impact of the virus on its football team and deciding that, um, they weren't going to move, move forward with traveling and playing another team and um, possibly increasing infection in another community. So thank you, Wisconsin, for taking that route. Let's talk uh, Friday night football, um, which the Big Ten has adopted some teams reluctantly. So Minnesota up um, in primetime, second week in a row. Maryland, though, comes out with a victory, 45-44. The Gophers missed an extra point in their loss here. One, I want to say, you mocked me, scoffed at me when I was like, I don't know that spread. What was the spread? I'm scrolling down. The spread was 17 and a half points. And I was like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I thought Maryland was going to win the game. I have an asterisk in our notes next to UMD. That means I think they're going to beat the spread but lose the game. So I, I don't want to just just put that for the record. I'm not so, lecture too hard. But you mocked me okay, for okay. thinking hey. that that spread was a little too high. But, hey, you got a tongue of Iloa under center. Anything's possible, David. Fine. Agree. I did mock you. Are you conceding that Northwestern's a good team then? Because they blew this team out in week one, 43-3. So Northwestern's yeah, a good team yeah. now, correct? That's what I'm hearing. Maybe. Maybe. We'll definitely know this week. Son, um, they're 2-0. They're, but, I mean, probably Northwestern is in the driver's seat of the Big Ten West right now because they have more wins than Wisconsin. So that's a No, it's game. not. It's a factual take. There's only there's there, there's, there's no, one okay. two and O team in the in the Big Ten West and it's Northwestern. You think if they both end up undefeated, Northwestern's going to go to the Big Ten championship no. game? But so they're not in the driver's seat. They are in the driver's seat. They're ahead. They have no. more wins. No, but you just said if they if Wisconsin and Northwestern both end up undefeated. You said Wisconsin. Would go well, to, I got to look uh, into the Big Ten rules. What happens? What happens if they're both undefeated? Big Ten does not have a rule, so we, so I, we it, can it, kind of if they back. have the less, Mac has said you got to win three. If games. they have less wins, then I think Northwestern's the, going. Uh, 
We'll see. Uh, I mean, they probably should have something. They honestly probably have something written down. It's just like lost in a thousand pages of COVID protocol. Um, But to my knowledge, there's no rule like the Mac has where you need to play at least three games to go to the championship game. Yeah. I mean, getting back to Maryland and Minnesota, um, Tungavailoa played well. Um, Minnesota's defense is bad, bad. That was my takeaway from this. And PJ should be quiet for like, I don't know. A month. <laughs> you know, you've gone from like the biggest PJ fan no. to like uh, some might say PJ hater. <laughs> I'm not a PJ hater. Outside of I just think you gotta you gotta read the room, brother. And um, this is not your time. In the press conference after the Michigan game, he tried to make jokes and be like, "So nobody nobody brought the uh, block punt. I mean, that went well. That was good. It's like PJ dog." You guys got a home game in primetime, and you got waxed. No, nobody wants to talk about the block punt. This is the Big Ten. Yeah, I mean, not a great win from a team, or excuse me, not a great loss, No, or any loss is great, but, um, you know, people, myself included, thought, uh, last season, um, and we're going to progress this season now i mean we got covid i don't know how harshly to like judge regression but i i think it's pretty damning we are seeing some regression uh out of minnesota mm-hmm. yeah well we'll stay tuned for that are you speaking ready to talk of about... regression <laughs> boom that's what they call a professional segue the battle uh, of the mitten michigan state spartans took home the paul bunyan trophy this weekend mm-hmm you want to start lead us off no (laughs) okay uh i will i think um actually i'll make a a good browns comparison um because the browns today line play like offensive line play like crap defensive line play like crap uh defensive backs play like crap all that you could say about about michigan but also all that, like, I feel like coming into the season, I knew that this, all those issues could be a possibility based on who um, either graduated, left early for the NFL, etc. Um, but we didn't really see it last week in Michigan's game against, um, oh my god, I'm blanking. Who Minnesota. Minnesota, there we go. Like, they just mm-hmm. destroyed Minnesota, so... It seemed like, oh, man, like Michigan with all these people stepping into these, you know, with big shoes to fill. They seem to have filled them. And then Sparty just exposed all those things. Like, nah, y'all's offensive line ain't great. Nah, y'all's defensive line is not great. Your DBs can't cover crap. I mean, I feel like I'm being a little too harsh with that comment. But um, did not play well. And, I mean, Michigan exposed every preseason concern that Wolverine fans should have had. Okay. This is where you talk. I understand. I'm trying to... <clears throat> where on the spectrum of fair do, would you say that it's a Jim Harbaugh problem? Mm. Um, I don't know. So then this gets into kind of the COVID. How harshly should you... Ju- oh, no, 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 no. This is a Jim 
horrible my point problem my point about covid is you have restrictions on practices and the size of team activities and like for a while they just weren't excuse me family show uh just weren't practicing um so like i i don't know how harshly judge the season um I'll say like it's it's continu- but I will say it's continuing a trend, right? Like losing big games, specifically against rivals. Um definitely continues that trend. You're one and six you're one and six at home against Michigan State and Ohio State. What was seen on Saturday is that the offense again was stagnant, couldn't make plays when it had to make plays. We thought that McCaffrey was gonna be the guy. Wasn't the guy. So then it was Milton. I mean, so you got a freshman under center. You've replaced four of your offensive starting offensive linemen. Like, I don't know. Is that... I, I mean, I say that, and then it's like Ohio State can just plug whoever they want into quarterback, and then their their Heisman. Thank you. Uh, yep. Record. Now we're but now we're having this. Now we're having the same. If it was another thank program, you. I think you would cut them some slack. We we can't hit a deep ball. Can't. Can't can't for I don't know the. It's the last quarterback that could hit Chad a deep Henney? ball. I couldn't tell you, Chad Henney. Sure, yeah. No, okay. Like Sorry, when I was we in just college, did Denard dirty right there. On a deep ball. You're telling me Denard couldn't throw. Maybe, but okay, whatever. That's like 2012, 13. So. The offense, which is something that Harbaugh insists on stepping into and taking leadership of, continually is, like, the reason that it can't get going. I mean, how many, like, punts and three and outs do we look at, especially from, you know, the end of quarter one through early fourth quarter? Yeah. Uh, Three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. So the defense, I think, played okay. It has got to be embarrassing like who is Mel Tucker? He came into the big house and he's one and zero against Michigan. I mean, yeah, I'm it's not, not gonna, acceptable. Like, here and polish that turd. It no, I would say no run happens, game. No, like yeah, I mean, what is going on? Sure, it happens too often. Well, I meant like first time head coaches get like big wins that they don't like. Not necessarily Michigan, but it does seem to happen against Michigan a lot. But uh, after you uh, lost to Rutgers last week. I mean, it's At possible home. Michigan State's better than we think they are. I, I, I don't know about. I don't really know how well I feel about this statement I just made, but Big Ten picture. I'm not sure what to make of Rutgers. I'm not sure what to make of Michigan State. Michigan, I didn't think was great going in, but then, you know, Wax is what I thought was at least at worst yeah. an okay Minnesota team. So. For the Big Ten, I'm starting to see that Minnesota is actually not okay and not very good. Michigan blew them out. Michigan's actually still not very good, which I thought going in. And maybe Rutgers is better than I thought they were. I texted. um, I texted. Maybe Rutgers is better than I thought they were. They're a lot of Ohio State friends. They're giving me crap about uh, Michigan. Like, mark this down. Rutgers will be decent. Next year. I don't know if it'll be decent this year, but they'll be decent next year. I had a uh, co-worker who is a Michigan State grad text me, imagine 
losing to a team. They, Ohio State fans probably will never know what that's like. Walk a mile in my shoes, Buckeye fans. Speaking of Buckeye fans, we're at like 25 minutes. We should probably get into um, what was the biggest game of the week, at least from a rankings perspective. Again, Ohio State uh, blows out, I think, Penn State. I understand the final score, uh, 38-25, seems somewhat close, but like at no point did I really think Penn State was going to win that game. Justin Fields looked fantastic. Ohio State in general looked fantastic. You, you made some comments oh. that uh, we saw late game James Franklin. Franklin? Early. I don't know if it was the Say more about first that. drive Penn State has the football, but it was in the first quarter. Fourth and two. Like, <laughs> fourth and two on their goes, side of the field. Like, I think there's between the 30 and the 40, like 38 or something. And it's like, yeah, James Franklin's going for two. He doesn't really trust his defense against Justin Fields. And it's like, one, I don't know what defense you trust against Justin Fields. Uh, homeboy's going to shred a bunch of defenses. So, like, I don't think that Rich. should really, like, uh, yep. but do, dog, you know they got, you know the Ohio State defense is really good. I don't know if I trust your offense again. What are you doing? Shocker, they didn't get it. And uh, Justin Fields and Ohio State score a touchdown. That late James Franklin came early. When that did not successfully convert, I was like, they've lost that game. So going back to, I was like, yeah, at no point did I really think Penn State could win that game. I think that was was drive two, if I'm not mistaken. Drive two of Penn State having the ball, I knew the game was over. Yeah, um, Ohio State is yeah. the best team in the Big Ten, and they still look like it. So let's keep rolling. You want to talk the about Mac this weekend? Back. We have Mac on the table for the first time. We have Big Ten on the table for the third time, and we got the Natta Bearcats on the right. table. I, I'm not certain for why the seventh we keep time putting Natty in here because we're both gonna pick the Bearcats, so it just pretty much washes. Uh, and they're probably gonna win every game. No, we've adopted them. We've adopted them. We 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 put in a formal, formal we, adoption policy. Next year, and we're I'm looking a Big to Ten, Mac engage with and Cincinnati Bearcats podcast. Very niche market. Fair. fair no, no, fair, no. Fair. We're starting this year. And we, we do a I, I Big hate, Ten. I don't hate Mac, the concept. I doubt there are any Cincinnati rivals podcast. for that. Set. Yeah. Come for us, other Mac Big Ten instances. Anyway, Come for okay. us. That was way too much. Um, okay, I'm going to run through the games we agree with, and then we'll circle back to the games we disagree. So number three, <laughs> and stop me, Matthew, if you want to say anything for the games we disagree. Or excuse me, for the games we agree on. Um, yeah. Sure. So number three, Thank Ohio you. State hosting Rutgers. <laughs> the spread is 37 and a half points. We're both taking the Buckeyes. I think we said this week one, I'm taking Ohio State every game, regardless of the spread, till they prove me wrong. All right, Matt. And then we got Penn State hosting Maryland. The spread is 24 points Uh, in favor of Penn State. We're both taking Maryland. My thought, like, this just seems super high. I know Maryland. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you Maryland's a great team, but, like, 24 points? Agree. That seemed absurd. For a team who's had two questionable then weeks we have, in um, 
Correct. Say, now, granted, they may have played the best two teams in the Big Ten East. So maybe you were sleeping on Penn State in that way. We'll definitely find out. If this spread was like 14, I probably would have taken Also, if Tunga Vailoa hadn't played as well as he played, I wouldn't have taken Maryland. Fair fair point and a good point. Um, then we got uh, Northwestern hosting Nebraska. Spread is four points. In favor of Nebraska, which I thought was weird, we're both taking Northwestern. I actually see the Cats outright in this. Agree. At home. Agree, agree. Catter day. Then Let's we, go. Let's at, go. At home, yeah. 2-0. Leading the West. Leading the West. Oh. Chill. Chill. It's not one of my character strengths. Yeah, you, your obsession with uh, Northwestern comes through hard right now. Uh, Illinois. Hosting Minnesota, spread is seven and a half points, favoring Minnesota. We're both taking Minnesota. Illinois is just not that good, uh, or it doesn't appear to be. Uh, Michigan State hosting Iowa, spread is seven points, favoring Iowa. Uh, we're both taking Michigan State. Do you want to explain to Ryan why? He's probably going to be really mad at you. Okay, my why is based on data in that I was 0-2, <laughs> and you couldn't get the ball moving enough against Purdue or Northwestern. Michigan State just took down probably Dude. a mediocre Michigan team, but at least proved that you had a competent-ish quarterback. So I was going to go to Michigan State and beat them. I, I, I Are you calling Sparty outright? Yeah. Sparty outright. Interesting. I think it's going to be Iowa by three. We'll find out. Uh, we got Wisconsin, number 11, hosting Purdue. Spread is seven and a half points. We're both taking Wisconsin. At first, I thought this was too low. Then, like with the quarterback uncertainty, I'm not 100% sure. And I think that's the reflection uh, that Vegas is thinking. Um, nor, you know, normally, I would have put this at like 14, 17-ish. Mm. And then getting into the MAC, we got Akron hosting Western Michigan. This is where I'm like, I'm not certain. These teams have not played in a really long time. The MAC is always weird. Uh, but anyways, Akron hosting Western Michigan, 16 and a half points uh, in favor of Western. We're both taking we're both taking Western. Akron was pretty garbage last year. With COVID, I can only imagine that trend continues. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. I- then we have Northern Illinois. You, oh, you can run through the whole MAC if you want. Given that we know nothing about the MAC teams beyond like who's returning for them, right? Um, what we've seen so far, I think, in the Big Ten play and in other play and how I did this week was that programs who have been, you know, built status and and swagger. Um, yep. Those are the teams that have been successful so far, and any teams looking to make a jump have had a hard time doing that. And, and I mean, we've seen – so in the Big Ten, we've seen Ohio State be exactly who we thought they were. We've seen Wisconsin be exactly who we thought they were. Um, so, I mean, I, I ran the MAC at least in, the, in week one, the same way. And in that, um, yeah. I went with the traditional powers we've seen in the last five years, and um, – I don't know. I, I find it hard to believe that teams like Akron and Kent, um, you know, or Ball State are going to make the Bowling Green are going to make the jumps that they need to jump. So um, 
Yeah, I mean, we have some super whack spreads here. There's only two that are under seven. Um, so I rolled a lot of chalk here. No, and that's fair. Um, you know, the next game we agree on Northern Illinois hosting Buffalo uh, plus 10 in favor of Buffalo. Northern Illinois I thought was a disappointment last year. We're both yeah, and I think Buffalo. a good program is going to do um, what they should do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's fair analysis. We'll see. I, I think um, I, in some of these, I'm like taking offense because I think defense is going to struggle. And well, so, well, last game we agree on, I'll let you comment on, and then we'll get into the games we disagree. Number six, Cincinnati hosting Houston spreads 10 and a half points in favor of the Bearcats. I just don't see it. Houston, uh, Cincinnati's offense is prolific. That defense is great. I think the defense is their best unit, and actually the offense is what's been heating up lately, and especially 10.5 at Nippert. I, I, I haven't seen enough from Houston offensively to be able to keep up in the game. Agreed, agreed. Um, and then we'll go through the MAC disagreements real quick, but I think your analysis earlier was apt. So we got uh, Eastern Michigan hosting Kent State, uh, 4.5 points in favor of Kent. Uh, I'm taking Kent. You're taking Eastern. Again, I I think this is, for me, uh, Kent's offense was pretty prolific last year. Didn't play a whole lot of defense, but the trend of COVID football seems to be uh, defense. I don't want to say doesn't matter because it definitely does, but defense is poor, and if you can generate enough points, you can win. We'll see. I don't know. I I just, at Kent on the road, even in COVID circumstances, I, I, I don't trust Fair enough. Then we got Central Michigan hosting Ohio. Uh, at least as of this recording, there was no spread, so we're taking it straight up. You're taking Central. No. Or excuse me, you're taking Ohio. Yes. I am Your interestingly team. taking Central. Correct. Because it's not the fighting Nathan Rorks anymore. Homeboy plays in the CFL. Um, I think this is going to be a rebuilding year for Ohio. I know they've had a very prolific offense earlier. I know nothing about uh, you know, the, the current starting quarterback, they lost, um, they didn't lose their starting running back, but they lost a couple. I, I, I'm worried about the, the, this Bobcats offense ability to score points here. I went back to my original take and that I, I went with programs who have shown stability in the last five years. And that's been Ohio and it hasn't been sure. central and, that is, that is not and on, on no, no line. So this is just straight. Yeah, up. that's fair. This, this might be one of the most I'm nervous about. Then we got Miami hosting Ball yep. State. Spreads three and a half points in favor of Miami. I'm taking Ball State. You're taking yep. Miami. And then the final MAC disagreement is Toledo hosting Battle Bowling of I-75. Green, 19 and a half points. You do have, you do have to explain this one because it's 19 points, which is a huge spread. But it's in favor of Toledo. Toledo has been, I maybe not five years, but last yeah. three years one of these stability programs you're talking about. And also Evan Wazork theory of offense is more favored this year. Very prolific offense the last couple of years. I'm yeah. taking Toledo. You're Fair points. I, I, I expect Toledo to win. I just think that this spread is too steep at 19. So I, I could see. I, I it's also week one that. for the max. So we've seen some goofy things happen. I'm, I'm kind of banking on the, the goofy factor. And uh, Bowling Green being able to keep it close. Got the battle of I-75 week one. Rare battle Love this it. early. Love it. Construction all over <laughs> I-75, I assume. I assume. Uh, then we got 
Uh, last game we disagree on. It's back in the Big Ten. So we got number 13, Michigan, hosting number 25. Or excuse me, number 13, Indiana, hosting number 25, Michigan. Spread is three and a half points in favor of Michigan. I'm taking Michigan. You're taking Indiana. My thought here was like, yes, this game was disappointing. I'm I'm confident in Michigan's ability. I don't know how confident I am. But I'm pretty sure Michigan can beat Indiana. Um, I think if this was a field goal or higher, I would have taken Indiana. Mm. But because it's three and a half points, I could see Michigan inking one out by uh, by a full touchdown. Uh, I can't see it. And I've seen Indiana beat Penn State, and I've seen um, them come out to a 2-0 start. And I haven't I, – I don't see the energy from um, – Michigan that I see from Indiana. I like what Tom Allen's doing. I like the positivity. They showed a ton of grit in hanging in there in week one and then coming out pretty convincingly in in week two. I haven't seen any type of similar swagger from the Wolverines. No, I agree with that. I think we can both agree like this is gonna, this game will show us what's up with Michigan, right? Like, are they just total pretenders? Are they... Or was last week a fluke and a bad week? Uh, we're going to find out this week. I think we both agree, like, Indiana ain't competing for the championship. But they're certainly a decent team. So, like, if Michigan bounces back, blows the doors off them, maybe we overreacted a little bit with the Michigan State loss. If it's real close or a Michigan loss, the program might be. React to this. Indiana is the second best Big Ten East team. I don't know. I, uh, I mean, who do you put? Who do you I don't know. It seems I don't know. Like part of me is just like the just the idea of Indiana being. So you're stuck in the mainstream media just, fake news kind correct. of cycle because we saw them head to head against I Penn mean, State, right? Be. They beat Penn yeah. State. Mm-hmm. Do you think they can't beat Michigan? Oh, I definitely think they could. I don't know if they will, but I think they could. If they win this weekend, they are the second best team in the Big Ten East. That's fair. I mean, we'll find out this weekend. Is Sparty better than Michigan? Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I'm. I saw him play head to head, and I I, I saw Sparty control the game for most of the time in Ann Arbor. No. Yep. Yep, yep. No, I understand. They just played head-to-head. Do you really think, okay, you play that game ten times. No, I don't think it comes out that way, but we only get to play it once, and I saw what I saw. That's, no, true, true. But we do get to factor in, at the end of the season, the rest of the season. Sure. Right. And I don't think this is going to be a great year for the party, despite that win. I don't think it's going to be a great year for Michigan, but I also don't think that any is. And I think Indiana is the second-best team in the Big Ten East. Well, write it down, folks. You heard it here first on Wax. All right, Evan, anything before we sign out? Um, Something, something. Don't pick him like my brother. Am I too early with that one? Almost. Thank you so much, folks, for tuning in. It's been another week of 15 Minute You. It has been a pleasure 
being with you. We are grateful for your time. If you want to contribute more to the conversation, we'd love to hear from you. You can find Evan and I on Twitter at 15 Minute You or Evan underscore 15. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. We forgot something. Okay. Hard stop. Zero is a number. I looked it up. Oh, wow. It does count I said as that. a number. I said because that. I said I think it's a number. my understanding... I, I'm no mathematician, but what I was told was who are you uh, told us by? Take in, take uh, Google. Uh, um, take infinity as an example. Infinity is not a right. number because you cannot find, you cannot divide another number by infinity, but you can divide a number, another number by zero. And also, if you look at not just zero, but if you take into a, into account negative yeah. numbers zero is the number between negative one and and positive hmm. one ergo zero is a number now you may you may react there you go continue. folks you heard it here first or last or wherever but zero is a number and we are 15 minute you and we appreciate you and the nation and we hope that you are uh staying healthy we hope that you are uh staying safe we're fumbling computers here late in the wrap-up. <laughs> Whatever you happen to do, and however your week may go, the one piece of advice I can give you moving forward is don't pick them like my brother. I went one in six. Don't pick them like, ah! like my brother. I've been having some IPAs, you know? Heavy IPAs over here. Is the music playing? It is. Not very loud. Oh, well, probably not going to be a good outro then. Three, two.